Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This will be our second Major League Baseball manager we've had on this morning. Yeah. At Skip Schumacher stopped by earlier, and now joining us is the manager of the San Diego Padres, Bob Melvin, with Ben and Woods here on 97.3 The Fan. Bob, it is good to see you. Welcome see you to the as show. Well. Yeah. Thank you. How, Thank you. Uh, so um, this is your first actual real off season with the Padres, because last year you were hired, and then a couple weeks later, shut down for the lockout, and it was a very unusual off season. Kind of get, This is a very different experience, I guess, for you this year. No, without a doubt, and needed really, because you know you come full circle and you know get to go through the process of you know how are we going to improve our team and be be amongst the the industry as a whole, and you know the winter meetings are just seem to be such a big part of you know baseball that uh, you know if you if you miss these you don't feel like you get the full experience with the team. Well, and it's it's the first time too. We talked to you a little bit about it last year at the trade deadline. You know, you said, "Boy, this is a new experience for me. I'm used to saying goodbye to guys uh, at the trade deadline. This is uh, also going to be different for you." Um, you've, you've brought back a couple of players from last year. I think really good decisions uh, there, no issues whatsoever. But you're also attached to a lot of big names. How hard or how fun is it for you as the manager to go? Oh. Yeah, I could see where I'd put him in the lineup, or well, it'd be fun to have him out in right field or anywhere else. Yes, probably some names that I'm not used to, <laughs> to talking about. Um, but I kind of look at it the same way I do the trade deadline. We get to two or three yard line, then I'm full in then on let that. Me know. It just seems to be so many that it's just it's it's almost too much to try to process. Um, all the different names that are being bantered about and talked about. So we get close. It, it gets a little closer to my heart. But it, it certainly is very spirited and a little different experience for now, me. Now, do they – you know, I know every organization is, is run differently. Um, I'm trying to think of the best way to ask this. Are you are you consulted at all? Do, the, do you have – because I'm sure every – uh, if you're in a band, you have songs you like to play that maybe somebody else doesn't want to play. Maybe you have an idea of what you want to do. Uh, is that a conversation that, that you guys have? Man, I would love if you guys could get so-and-so. He'd be a perfect fit. Whatever. Yeah, across the board. So, you know, how does it fit? Yeah. How do you move? I mean, you know, with the whole Trey Turner experience there, there's certainly going to be some shuffling to to bring in a guy like that. So there's there's a lot of conversation that, that you know. So, um, 
yeah, you would expect it, and it's just a little bit more conversations <laughs> and more than, volume. Than, and more volume, exactly, and, and, a lot, and a lot more ban- being bantered about and a little bit more public as well. We heard uh, A.J. Preller's answer a few weeks ago when they asked, well, where is Fernando Tetis Jr. going to play? The field. Going to be out yeah. there, obviously, <laughs> when he comes back. Instead of asking you that question, because I don't think anything's changed, how do you go about making that decision You know, during the offseason, during spring training? What are going to be the factors that go into it for you? Yeah, what our roster looks like. So, you know, we're not done yet. Uh, it almost works against Fernando a little bit that he's so talented and so athletic and probably could play anywhere. He could probably play basketball, football, any sport, any position. So very few guys like him. And I think that, you know, what, what really spoke to me last year is when, you know, he was on the verge of potentially coming back. He just wanted to get back and help his team. So he was open for anything. Um, you know, I haven't really spoke to him about this portion of it this year. Uh, at this point in time, I just send him some videos of my hiking expeditions and, <laughs> and so forth. We haven't talked a ton of baseball at this point. I usually leave my guys alone until after the first of the year. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, at some point in time where their conversations will come up, but I, I will tell you my experiences with him has been more than anything, look, I, I just want to get back out on the field, help our team win. He's such a dynamic player, Bob, and and – you know, you, it, it's it's tough. We were talking to Skip Schumacher this morning. He was sitting in with us, and, and he's got a, he's got Jazz Chisholm. You know, and he made that kind of comparison. He said it's not fair to do to either player, but they are that way. And he said the first guy I went and had dinner with was Jazz Chisholm. I, I wanted to make it a priority to let him know that I've got his back uh, and that I'm here for him at the end of the day. When you are that dynamic of a player and you do have to manage egos, um, are do you get concerned that oh man, I hope I hope he's not being affected by. The news that maybe we are looking at another guy that, that's going to play shortstop uh, maybe for the next five, ten years. Well, yeah, of course, because, you know, you worry about him. And, you know, he's been a shortstop his entire career. He had to play some outfield based on, you know, the shoulder there for a little bit. And, and there's some pride involved. You know, he, if you ask him, he would say, hey, look, I want to play shortstop. Yeah. And I don't blame him. So, yeah, yes, you do worry a little bit about that. But I, I'm going on my experiences with him and my conversations with him and, and – uh, to this point, it hasn't made me too nervous, so Good. to speak. Bob Melvin, Padres manager, is with us. I think I tried to ask you last season about the new rules going into effect, and you said, well, let's worry about this season first, and then when the season's over, we'll start thinking about it. Now, how much have you thought about what no shift looks like, You know what some of those changes are going to look like, and, and how the Padres can best implement and take advantage of the new rules next season yeah so the the, as far as the shift goes you know you're not going to have as many guys over on that side of the field so you know how dynamic of athletic a fielder do you want at second base now jake cronenworth did a fantastic job for us last year and probably could in any position too similar to fernando he could probably play anywhere and he's been great about it too in the middle of the game we move him over to first base he's fine with it. he goes and finds his first base glove and gets out there a little bit late <laughs> but him. you know he, he's going to do whatever it takes to to help the team and i think fernando kind of is in the same light as far as that goes but you do have to look at okay you know there's only going to be one guy over there's going to be first or excuse me first baseman and second baseman how many left-handed hitters are in the lineup on a particular night, and what do we have to cover? I mean, shortstop might not be the position that you have to cover too much on a particular night. It might be over on the other side of the field now. So all those things come into play when you think about the composition and dynamic of what your you know your lineup's going to look like on a particular night. Talking to uh, Padre skipper Bob Melvin here on Ben and & Woods, and uh, we were talking to Hoffie earlier. He was sitting here, and he 
said, oh, I still remember the ball Brocious hit off me. I'll never forget it. You know, uh, Robert Suarez, you know, the, he'll think about that last pitch he threw to Bryce Harper, and it was a good pitch, and he just hit a great pitch out for you as a skipper. Uh, after after what was, at the end of the day, a, a very fun for the fans. We had such a blast covering and watching those games, Bob. But for you, how much have you dwelled on on how it ended last season? Oh, it was horrible. I mean, it's like a de- I said, it's like a death. Yeah. You know, and, and it's hard to get over those things. You know, at some point in time, you have to. I think you also have to give Bryce Harper a little credit. 100%. He may have hit anybody in the in the world at that point. The hottest in time. hitter in the world right then. And, you know, so I, it is what it is. You know, it, it, I get a lot of questions about how is Robert Suarez going to handle that. Robert Suarez is going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I his reaction, he came to my, my office after the game, and, you know, based on the fact that he could opt out, he might not be here. He was like, thank you for this opportunity. You know, we, we don't know what next year is going to look like. You know, I love playing for this team. I love this team. And just the look on his face after a game like that, I think he moved on pretty quickly. So you have to, you know, and if the season's still going, you have to move on the next day. But, you know, when the season ends abruptly like that, I mean, you're you're accountable and you feel bad for, for everything that happens. And, um, you know, you wish it could have gone a different way, but we, you know, we still feel pretty good about the guy who was on the mound. And I, it won't affect him, I don't think, going down the road, but... You know, it, it, it affects you a little while to, to get over that through the off season, and uh, you know, you, to the extent of where you almost can't wait for spring training to start again, so you can start playing baseball again. Bob, do you have Nick Martinez written in? Maybe not in ink, but as one of the starters going into next season. I mean, he was very valuable in the role he played for you. So good, so many different roles last season, and I'm sure it's tempting to to look at those roles again, but you, you obviously need some starting pitching. It's something he's expressed wanting to do. How is that kind of decision going to be made? I'm sure in spring training, but what is your thinking now? Well, again, as we sit here right now, he's going to be one of the starters. Okay. So, you know, and he was last year when we started the season. Very few guys are as versatile as he is. And, you know, his contract would suggest that he's open to do anything. Yeah. So, you know, who knows what our roster looks like here, too, going into the season. It, it could look a little bit different if, if we add another, you know, another arm or two in the rotation. But as we sit here right now, he's in the rotation. But we also know that he's awfully good in the uh, out of the bullpen. And you, we'll see where the season goes and where he's needed most. And I think, he'd, you know, he showed you last year he just wants to help his team win. On the, uh, on the Bob Melvin wish list for, for next season, what, what do you look at right now and say, you know, I feel pretty good about this aspect of our team or this aspect, but if I could improve the team a little bit, what is something you would like to see? Well, I think we have to address it first, unless, you know, we, we do something a little different in cronies over there, um, you know, with Profar gone and outfield spot and then maybe a little pitching. The great thing is that we don't have too many spots that we have to worry yeah. about. So And the core is so good. Right, That's and right. we have a great team. I mean, as we sit here right now, and we have to start with this team and fill in from, you know, maybe – six-year free agents or do something like that i'd still be really really you know happy about the group that we have so i I, i'm always in the light of i like the team that we have and if you do something different you bring somebody in then great but going forward right now i i mean we still have a really good group we asked uh, harold reynolds again this morning about juan soto and and what he expects from juan and it's got to be tough getting traded over an organization you spent your entire career with uh, now he'll be spring training with you guys, with the guys. Everybody knows him. Everybody loves him. He's such a phenomenal, phenomenal hitter. Can you speak to his his desire, his work ethic, what he wants to do uh, as far as the kind of hitter he wants to be? 
Yeah, you look at the back of his baseball card, and that shows you the type of hitter he is. It's insane. insane. It's he was insane. doing st- stuff at an age that nobody was doing it. So he had a lot thrown at him last year when he came to us, and a lot of expectation, a lot of pressure on him to have to be that guy. At the end of the day, even though the numbers didn't look great, he, good, you look man. at how he performed in the big at-bats yep. down the stretch for us. So, you know, you, he's going to get – that back of the baseball card looks that way for, for a reason. He's going to have a full spring training with us. He knows the team now. He knows the city now. He knows the expectations. He's going to get back to doing Swan Soto things. I have no doubt about that. Might he be a better fit in left field at Petco Park if you had that discussion with him about in the future? Fielding-wise? I haven't with him yet. It depends on what right field looks like no. for us, too. So, no. you know, I think in speaking with him before, it's it's like I'm, I'll do anything I have to do or I'm asked to do. I'd just like to remain in one spot so I can work in that spot. He is a, a baseball rat. He works. He works not only in a cage, but he works on his defense, and he likes to be consistent in the position that he plays. So I think it's more about, okay, where am I going to play, and let's try to keep me there. Is it fair that we may not have seen the best of his defense adjusting to a new ballpark, sure. new yeah. sight lines, you know, new corners that he had to play with that that we may not have seen the best of Juan Soto's defense There's last season. There's some nuance in, yeah. in Petco in right yeah. field for sure, and, and just how the ball carries you know, and plays in the West Coast at times yeah. too. Early in the season, wasn't going anywhere, and then later in the season, the ball was carrying out there. You got little nooks and crannies and corners and stuff like that. I think that just kind of speaks to the, the entirety of his body of work and that there was just a lot thrown at him. So I think you're going to see Juan Soto be the all-star and perennial potential MVP every year that he that he usually is. Well, Bob, it's great to see you here at the Winter Meetings. I, I mean, Boach is back in the game. Dusty Baker's been here. You, you have some time with uh, some of your peers, uh, you know, in, in the managing ranks? I saw them back-to-back yesterday. And Boach, <laughs> I, I tell you, I, it brings a smile to my face. I've gotten to know Boach pretty well from, you know, being – you know, playing them across the bay over there and so forth. And for him to be back in the game, you know, similar to, you know, Dusty coming back after a couple of years off and doing his thing, Dusty wins a World Series. Nothing Boach is going to do is going to surprise you if he takes that team, you know, to the playoffs and so forth this year. But just two great baseball men and just the game, you know, missed them when they were with them. Without a yep. doubt. So. It was great to see both those guys. I yesterday. love how healthy he looks. You know, moving yeah. freely, walking yeah. around. I felt so bad at limping out to the mound when he was trying to get it done a few years ago. It's amazing what a couple years off can do to man, your body. It brings a smile to my face to see Boach back. and brings that a and smile. some surgeries. Yeah, yeah, yeah too. And a smile yeah. to see you as well, Bob. Thank you so much. You got it. My pleasure, guys. Bob Melvin, manager of the San Diego Padres. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.